Hi there, my name is C. I'm D, and you're listening to. Listening to. Swinging, swinging Down, Down Under. Under. Our journey is a couple through the swinging lifestyle. lifestyle. Are you into open relationships? Or exploring new things in life? This is our podcast. Join in. Experiences. Both good and bad. <laughs> Reviews and events. And more here at Swinging Down Under. Come on. Join us. This is C. And this is D. And this is Swinging Down Under. And this is the longest introduction in the history of our podcast. <laughs> so we have two guests in front of us, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Belay, but I've been um, asked to say Mr. Magnificent Presto. Sure. <laughs> Whatever you feel is appropriate. Well, that's not the directive you gave me 10 minutes ago. It was this I demand. I say a lot of things. Don't take much of it seriously. Okay. Well, yes, welcome. To the podcast. Thank you very much indeed. Yes, we're thrilled to be here. Yay! Thanks it, for flying us out, all accommodation and expenses paid. <laughs> you guys really put on a great package. We the really do. The Shangri-La's lovely, the yeah. buffet's incredible. The buffet. The limo was amazing. The buffet. And um, the suite on the Singapore area is fantastic, so mm. thank you so much for that. You're welcome, you're welcome. Yeah. You know. Nothing but the 380 for you folk. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been wanting to get you guys on for like a year. Finally, I feel like we've plied Mrs. Belay with enough wine that actually it's happening. Just so we can, uh, am I going to play her voice back afterward just so she flips out? With enough me? wine. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be my new mobile phone ringtone for her. Is yeah. her voice just on the podcast constantly? She's not said She's not okay with that. Oh, yes. And also recordings of Mr. Belay. Uh, Anything you want to say? Any retractions or comments no. or discussions? Like every statement I've made, whether drunk or sober. <laughs> Good. Um, so, what we wanted to talk about is actually we received a really interesting email earlier about people's experience in the lifestyle being different from everyone else's and not feeling like you are obliged to participate in the lifestyle in a certain way or that you are obliged to perhaps follow through from being soft swap to full swap or heterosexual to bisexual or whatever the case may be. And I thought your story was an interesting one because I wanted to talk to people about how you guys started and where you are now, just to give an insight into the fact that you don't have to be that pegged into that one box of we're going to start with this, we're going to progress into this or whatever. So well, you don't. please we, share. Well, we, we met in prison when Mrs. Belay was also a man. That, that's that's it, only partially. Are you already regretting your decision to have us on the show? She swears like a sailor, so I mean, I suspected as much. Also, the sideburns kind of gave it away. You know, those mutton chops really kind of brush my pussy the wrong way during sex. It's oh, weird. So they are. They're good for holding on to. The way they blow in the wind as well. It's amazing. That's exactly correct. The way you've managed to comb them over. I, I, I don't know. I look, um, we have to actually get something here apart from us just you know, making... Pulling the piss? Pulling the witnesses at each other. I, I don't know. I, I guess, first of all, personally, from what you said, there is the idea of the whole lifestyle aspect of it. Is, um, I think it's only a lifestyle because there are certain ex- expectations built up around it. Um, for us, it's just kind of life. That makes sense. It's not kind of a, a subset we're trying to label ourselves with or take part in necessarily. It's just where we ended up. Yeah, I don't think we belong to a particular group. And I, I think we, we're often quite loath to use the word lifestyle as such. It's-, it's a valid point actually because some people really hate the term swinger so mm-hmm. people use the lifestyle as an alternative to saying the word swinger yeah. but in actual fact when you say the lifestyle it almost adds a connotation the fact that that is a your lifestyle. life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is everything that you do or it's a significant part or uh, you know so maybe Well if that were the case it would be cheese and wine. 
But you guys, that's oh, what I'm going to label. That's what I'm going to Cheesy, whiny that style. Yeah, and that's it. We enjoy eating at, you know, restaurants and yeah, clubs and bars. Well, not clubs, but, you know, wine bars and cocktail bars and restaurants and stuff. As not... Dee passes the bottle of wine across the, the microphones. Exactly. But <laughs> it's not a lifestyle. It's just how we happen to live. Sorry. <laughs> it's how we live our life in a style. <laughs> Sorry, see, you asked the direct question. You asked how we got started. I did. So, so, so first of all, how long have you guys been together? Because I think that's a pivotal piece of information. We have been together for oh. 312 yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> so you're that shark that you were talking about earlier. <laughs> that lives there. We're a green man shark. Yeah, yes. good. Um, um, we've been together for 19 years? Yes. Years? Since, uh, no, we're coming no, 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 up. We're 18, years. 18 years. 18 years. Um, Thank God they both agreed on that because you know it's really awkward when one person says like 17, one yeah, says like 19, 25. there's we stabbings stopped. involved. We but we first dated when we were um, 14. Mm. And when, then you separated and came back. Yeah. yeah. So we, we've been together for, for 18 years. We've been married for 13. Come back to 13? Yes. Next month? 12. Yes. 12 or 13. 12. 12. Well, like it. It does not important. It's, 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 honestly, it's one of those things that we find it arbitrary. It doesn't matter particularly. Um, so we've been together for a very long time and we didn't go looking for this as a way to fix it. That makes sense. And that's really important, actually, because some people do and yeah, it's and I, not necessarily the right way to go about it. Hmm. Right. Neither is getting a dog or having a baby, just an FYI for anyone out there who's thinking <laughs> uh, about that. Damn it, I really want a dog, though. Sorry, <laughs> sorry carry on. Carry I'm on. actually holding out for a hybrid of the two. <laughs> Hairy baby. Hairy baby. <laughs> um, and so how did we get into it? Um, well, we got, there, was there was tequila. tequila. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got is that, hang on, is tequila a code name for some woman? Or is yeah, it, yeah. Her name was tequila. We saw her in a CD bar. We, 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 we got, we had she a was lovely, very wet. We, we had a lovely lunch with a good friend. And, a and, good bisexual friend. And we drank some champagne, and then we drank some tequila, and then the music started playing, and then we all ended up in bed together. Is this in Paris? No, this is way this is in Sydney. This is so we've sorry to complete the timeline. We've actually only been in the lifestyle, I guess, for three Three years. Three years. Okay, so we met you guys pretty, I guess, one year in, right? Or like, yeah, okay. Um, So we, yeah, we've liked this friend for a long time. Always had um, a penchant, an attraction to certain, um, well. Women. She loves the badge in, in general. So. She's hoping to get put in jail. All right. I think, <laughs> as we've said on various profiles on various media, we, we, we have, you know, Kinsey providing the scale. So if, if you want us on, to place ourselves on the Kinsey scale, you'd be a... Uh... Okay. Wow. Well, you can down but... <laughs> it only goes up to five. You yeah. realize this. Yes, yeah. I do. Yeah. <laughs> that's definitely a nine out of five. Six. Because that's six. Six? Yeah. It I does. That's a five. Six. Um, and I'd, I'd probably I think, be a uh, two, shit. so I don't know whether that corresponds to bisexual or heteroclexible or I, I don't really I tell you what it no, defines it's... to. It defines to whatever you decide you are. Yeah. Well, I've always... Well, no, there's when... a more than incidentally heterosexual, more than incidentally homosexual type thing. Just and probably seems... more than incidentally homosexual. It seems, yes, whereas I'm, I've always said to people when they've asked, I'm just going to select you. Yes. You're more than incidentally. No, and you know what? Let's like put a pin in that because I want to. I was talking about the the use of the word slut recently on Twitter, and I had some like backlash actually about the term slut. So let's put a pin in that. We'll come back to it. But so let's put it in the parking lot. So you guys, you where's the whiteboard? (laughs) I can't do this with that fucking whiteboard. This is ridiculous. No post its, no pens. 
Jesus. can just write in the filth on the tabletop, all right? Are we going to manage this podcast or not? <laughs> It's getting awkward now. So, um, so you had a threesome that night. I'm yes. assuming. I'm assuming. Yes, I yeah, our very first threesome. And, and the next morning. And then the next yeah. morning. So you stayed over. We did, we did because it was late and there was, was no late. chance of going home. Yeah. And you know, I'd that's an interesting point. I'd already fallen off a bed once, so we probably too. <laughs> we did stay over, and we. And was that fine for you, the whole staying over? Like that did that when you spoke the no, next I day. I can't sleep three in a bed, so I eventually gave up and went and slept on the sofa. Because three in a bed is just too fucking difficult, it doesn't matter. Well they, you know, there's that old rhyme about four in the bed and the little ones that roll over. Yeah, it really doesn't it kinda of doesn't work. So I mean, the next morning for you guys then when you were talking about um what yeah. had happened yeah. had the whole idea of the fact that you had stayed the night had that been any sort of interest or no. consequence or discussion topic no obviously that was the least considered part I don't think you understand how much tequila we don't have <laughs> uh, I was so stoked to the fact that she finally actually slept with a woman okay that so that was part of it, right? So had, but, had, had you discussed about your Mrs. Belay's interest in women previously um, had you discussed you know, the fact that had that been a topic of discussion, you know, you wanted to be with a woman or experience it or had it just been you were kind of keeping that to yourself and then it just kind of came out? No, no, he married me going, you're so gay, you're so gay, you're going to leave me for another woman. Oh, my God, you're so gay. I was like, no, 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 I'm not. That was actually my advice. Yeah. Oh, was it? I bet your folks were really surprised by that. Um, no, he'd always known. He'd always known since well, since we were nineteen and got back together. He, he'd always known. Okay. I was really interested in women. Curiously, and, despite being the person more on the Kinsey scale, I had a few experiences with guys when I was younger as well. Okay. And wanted to do that again. But yep. Not like I must do that again. Just like yeah, if it happens organically, up, fine. But okay. I'd always thought of it as just kind of a fantasy thing. I'd always thought, well. It, it really turns me on and I think it's going to be really sexually amazing, but equally I'm not a lesbian because I don't want to spend the rest of my life with a woman. That's not how I identify. So, and I'm in love with my life partner who's male. So it's just one of those sexual fantasies. Sure. So I just left it alone for years and years and years. But yes, meeting this bisexual friend and um, hearing some of her stories and I guess feeding off that energy. And she's quite, she does give off that level of sexual um, energy and, and, and vibe. So it was a really lovely experience, but in a way, I'm quite upset that it took such a long time for me to finally experience that for the first time. It was obviously something I was curious about before, but I didn't know if I was enough yeah. by or whatever to even investigate it. I just thought it was a fantasy. <laughs> Sorry, uh, we're, we're, we're laughing across the table here that you're enough by. It's like, you uh, are. <laughs> well, but that's been 20 odd years of not having had a chance to do it. So I mm. guess I missed yeah. out in my teenage years and at university when it is something I could have been exploring, but I didn't think... I, I wanted to. I just thought it was a little fantasy thing. Mm. But it, it didn't also, actual exploration. a really interesting point because a lot of people say that they wish they had done something about the way that they were feeling or about their sexuality or interest in sex. Mm. It's not so perverse, etc. It's just not taboo. Ge- just sex in general. Just sex in general. Yeah. Like maybe even in their own relationship, like, hey, actually, I'm kind of interested in a little bit of light BDSM, but they don't talk to their partner about it and mm. so they don't experience it. And then finally, 20 years later, they do and they're like, actually... Of wasted bit well, of time. Well, the, yeah, the length of time you could have spent doing those kinds of things, but at the same time, you also, especially when you've been in a relationship as long as us, you kind of grow up together. So mm. there's some stuff that I wouldn't have been interested in trying earlier on. And actually, 
us playing together with other people, I wouldn't have been able to handle in my early 20s because I would have felt insecure and I would have felt jealous. And all of that goes away as you get older and you just go, eh, it's fine. And you know each other and you've got that bedrock of relationship and it's it's okay. So I couldn't have done that in the way that we did. No, when we were younger, it wouldn't have worked. I could have explored separately on my own when I was a student and not dating him. Um, so, so the next morning and then after, like how, what, what was the... The moment from then having a random tequila fueled yeah. threesome we, to that in and of itself is the interesting part of the story, I guess you would say. So we both and we thought about all. I mean, we both basically fell in love with this third party simultaneously because she was already a good friend that we kept yeah. with. So and, 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 and similar sort of interest to us. I, I wanted to clarify know. that this this wasn't somebody that we knew was bisexual. Therefore, we targeted her to fulfill some sort of desire. It wasn't that at all. She was just a very, very good friend, mm. and it happened. That's the way it transpired. And then um, it just got kind of better from there for a while. Anyway, but I think because it was our first experience of that facet of life, and it wasn't hers, we probably came on a little strong. Mm. And we recognize neither with, you know, three years of dating other people and so on under our belt, but we probably came on a little strong. I'd maybe scared her off slightly, but I think if you said to us both now, we'd really be happy to have still been with her now and never necessarily with anybody else. Yes, we probably would. Hmm. Yes. Maybe. Although... Yeah, but, but the, the breadth of experience has been interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm taking offense to it directly yeah, straight yeah, away. Yeah, I, right. mean, I mean, uh, yeah. Woo, uh, uh, I think end of, should we end? Where's the uh, awkward balloon? Should, Sorry, we, <laughs> <laughs> should we end the Thank podcast you. now? I think we should. Sorry, I should clarify that. What I meant by that was especially you guys. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think just to clarify up front here for the listeners, the, the fact that um, Mrs. Belay uh, rejected us the first time we approached them. On, I was wondering online. if somebody was going to bring that little, oh. little nugget up. Oh, I'm bringing that little nugget up. Oh, yeah, I mean, do you, do you remember? I don't remember much very, you know, much clarity. So. That's because of your lifestyle. Yeah. Cheese and wine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a fog of greed right now. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yes, we were rejected. By, by the by not rejected, I would say ignored. Ignored would be a better way to put it. Yeah, hatred. And was you know, it what, it's actually it's. Um, I just want to pause on this because actually it's a funny, interesting story. Sorry, that was me putting a bottle down on the table with um, bigger force. Um, <laughs> uh, when we first joined the lifestyle or started looking into this, we we joined obviously dating websites and we started looking through profiles and we decided what was interesting and um, who we wanted to talk to. And then I would handcraft. Oh, and emails it was it was like a, a you know a page based of, based on hey. each person's profile. I, I looked, would handcraft. I looked at this. your photos, and the first one's really cool because I can see you in this, and then the second photo is this, and I really think that you look nice, and you look like a really lovely couple, and you seem to be into the same things as us. And and, and, and no, I know. Lol, wanna fuck. <laughs> to, to be honest, every, every person I, every couple person I've been involved with or sent messages. It's the only time I've ever heard her say that. On dating websites, I've done the same thing. Because that's what you do, right? I mean, otherwise. Well, I mean, it's what I thought was gonna be working, you know? It's, 
Go on. I've got, I've got a point of clarity around that, but continue. It didn't really, really, it didn't really work out the way, uh, the way Actually, she was uh, hoping, I think is the way to put it. Well, but, but hey, it took some time, but eventually they came to the pub crawl and voila, we had them in our clutches. Yeah. We haven't let them go since. Mm-hmm. It's true. Except yeah. we ran off that night with a bunch of other people. Yeah, to shag them <laughs> and left us there. That was an omission. I was feeling free to leave. <laughs> yeah, you're going to leave that out. What's your clarity about that, sir? First of all, let me say you facilitated a wonderful evening. <laughs> yes, we've never had that many people on our bed before. Yeah, I considered writing to our bed manufacturer. And congratulating them. Yeah. Dear bed manufacturer, congratulations on building a sturdy product. <laughs> I can personally guarantee that this holds up to eight people. I'm actually just interested how many people hit the head on your roof. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a constant worry. You know. Like at least three times <laughs> over here. We, 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 we forge one. Yeah. You certainly did. I, I feel like one time I hit it and I was maybe drifting into some un- unconsciousness and you just kept on going. I put you in the recovery position. <laughs> so it's okay. It's not, it's not my fault if the recovery position is also really hard. <laughs> um, my, my point of clarity was um, the message that you guys sent was one of the best that we received. Mm. I don't remember. Right. I, I, no, you, you know, honestly, I couldn't tell you what's in it right now because I don't, I don't remember the content of it. But I remember, based on and your similar experiences, the amount of drops you get on forums and, and mm. through dating websites, blah, blah blah. Most of it's just crap, right? Yeah, sure. It's very evident you've taken time to craft a message for us. But the thing is, with those dating websites, we generally don't take them that seriously. Mm. And I think right now I've probably got messages in our inbox on. Can I say the name? Yeah, Red Hot, oh, Red, Hot, 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 Red Hot Pie. Yeah, RHP. Yeah. That are very considered from genuinely lovely people that I'm sure if you met them at a bar, we get on with very well. But life gets in the way. And I've probably read it and gone, that's an amazing message. These folks sound fantastic. And. Uh, <laughs> these, folks sound, these folks sound fantastic. And, um, and then we've. You know, come on with work and mm. whatever, and not thought about it for another month. Yeah, and that that happens a lot. That I appreciate a- that. But getting getting off track, so yeah. you guys slept with this woman. You're yeah. saying you both separately kind of fell in love with her personality. Yeah, and and I then what happened? She was. I think she was in the place where she, um, you know, she was having fluid relationships all the time. She wasn't in any sort of relationship with anyone else, and it worked for her at that time to be in her semi relationship with a male and a female because best. So would you will, and it works out quite nicely. So would you clarify that as a polyamorous relationship at this point, or do you mean not it, wanting to label? But how it, do you guys it, feel it, about it? It very much could happen. Yes, it, it, but also I'm, I'm cognizant of the fact that she's not aware we're doing this, so I'm not going yeah. into too much detail. No, sure, of sure. course. We can't um, speak no, no, no. Of course not. We would. Uh, um, I felt it very much could have been. We were both very comfortable with it. It's and it's not a case of a friend or a relationship in any way or changed it in any way. It just made sense. It's like when you meet somebody and it just makes sense. There was that spark. There was that whole yeah. that whole heart Animal thing. And magnetism. Yes. Yeah. And and she was um particularly attentive in the whole so I guess this was before we started using messaging apps like Kick and all the rest of it. So mm. she would actually text us separately. So the length of effort she went to to keep both of us really engaged, engaged. and flirting with us on separate message trails just made us feel very treasured. It was wonderful and we thought, wow, this is this is lovely. Look, look, so look may I ask, may I ask, given you guys have been together for as long as you had as well prior to that, mm. do you think the level of her engagement 
to you individually mm. actually lifted that as well? Because, I mean, it's tough mm. to keep mm. a spark going in a relationship the deeper you get into it, mm. right? It is tough. It, it things it, it gets harder because you know each other. Work life. Work life, all those sorts of things yeah. as well. Yes, it, it probably did. I mean, who doesn't like having attention? Sure. Yeah, but, of course. Yeah. Of course, it's, it's, it's so. not something that we were doing before. I would go to work and put my phone in my bag and not pick it up until I was on my way home. What, what yeah, do you mean? What do you mean before? That just... happened. In, that happened two weeks ago when I was in Sydney. <laughs> Sometimes I won't take the message away for weeks on end. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that whole, that whole bearing in mind we've been together since we were so young and that technology wasn't really there, to suddenly have it be used in that way was very, you felt like a teenager again. Yeah. But with this whole new, this whole medium of communication. So you got into work and there was a little cool message or a little photo or a little, so sexting, basically we'd never sexted. Because you'd been in a relationship and for that long, you'd you'd never needed to. Right. So we got to the age of 35 and we hadn't sexted before. So that in itself is unbelievably titillating. So a lot of the polyamory stuff, I guess, was us just being very excited by what was going on. And, she and just loves the word titillating. Oh, I fucking love it. So um, it's like the word panties. I was talking to somebody recently, like, yeah, panties is kind of for little girls. And I'm like, well, I'm from Australia. We don't say that. So for me, like, panties is the ultimate naughty. <laughs> panties. What about moist panties? <sighs> so, so I reject you from my household. So what happened then? So you had this, then how did the bridge occur? Yeah, so that started. So um, I think as... As Mr. Bilay said, it got to the stage where I think we were doing, we were so keen to see her all the time because obviously it was a new, new shiny thing, you know, when you're a teenager and mm. you've got your girlfriend, boyfriend for the first time, you're all excited about it. It was, yeah, yeah it's like that. It's like, yeah. when can we see you? Can we go for dinner? Can we have your end? Do you want to watch movies? Do you want to do this? So as, as Mr. Bilay said, we came on a little bit too strong. Um, so it probably lasted all in all maybe five months. Yeah. And then of course it, that was right. She's pushing back on that a bit, and she had other things to do, and she was trying to create a bit of a distance. And so, eventually, it just naturally petered out. Did mm. indeed. Mm-hmm. So it, it it dissipated out. But by that point, we realised this was something certainly that I didn't want to let go because I really enjoyed being with women. So I couldn't not do that anymore. And we thought, well, hey, look, we've we've met this wonderful person, and we really enjoyed the experience of being with her. And we can both have feelings for her, but for each other at the same time. Wow, we must be polyamorous. Cool. So what we'll do now is set up some dating profiles and go off on our own and start trying to date other people to recreate that experience and see how that works out. So we went off onto um, OkCupid, and you can link your profiles together. I think you can do it better now, but you could mention each other in each other's profiles. So this is what we're doing. Ethical. Yeah. This is all purely consensual and yeah, everybody that we interacted with New. I firmly have no profile. Mm-hmm. We are a married couple. This is the link to my partner. So it was 100% real. Yeah, so we're like, this and is very what we're doing. Mm-hmm. key. Yeah, but we described our speech, described ourselves as Polly in those profiles. Yes. But the question is then, were you were you looking for a man, Mrs. Belay, and were you looking for a female, <laughs> Mr. Belay? Or, in fact, actually, were you thinking same sex and you were thinking opposite sex? Like, what? Correct me if I'm wrong, but with the benefit of tears of hindsight, we were probably looking for the person that we just lost. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. So I was looking for same sex. Right. Yeah. And the thing about it that made it crap for me was it's incredibly difficult, which transpires for me anyway, to get very far with the same sex. So I did, I, I hooked up with some people and I met them and I did the flirty, texty type stuff. Not the same. Mr. Filet would meet up with a woman on this and literally be texting me 40 minutes later to say he's going to sleep through they'd have enough drinks and they're going back to her place to fuck. 
So I would get nowhere fast, and he was betting a bunch of I have a stallion. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, I, 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 I have to say I'm really surprised by that after well, meeting you both. No, you're not. <laughs> but intellectually, though, I mean, if you think about female-to-female connections, I mean, personally, mm. the females that I have wanted to actually interact with during even our couple play sessions is few and far between. Mm. Um, if I don't find a female to be and, – and I'm almost actually a – more, uh, harder, it's more cerebral than more harder on, on females than I am on men. Um, if a female can't hold up her end of the conversation and be articulate and interesting and everything else, I'm actually almost, um, unfortunately, it's very interesting. So you're saying that's where I went wrong? No, I'm saying that that was that's that's my yes. almost sexist you've perception of the fact that I expect more from women than I do from men, which is absolutely terrible. But it's just oh no, that's okay. Men do that as well. Yeah, I think no, I just I, I, I reach a point in society where most people expect more from women. I just <laughs> about a week ago I realized that and I thought, because now, wow. now women have figured well they've known it for years, yeah. but now they're allowed to say it out loud yeah. that men are actually quite useless. They've rumbled us. <laughs> yeah. Totally been rumbled. Shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh no. And so they, they know. They know. Um, so. When did you decide to throw away the whole separate dating polyamory um, thing? Mr. Bile got involved with someone who I met and I thought she was fantastic, and I totally understood why they were together. And she was and straight. Dating a, no, she no, was bi, she, but she wasn't interested in me. She wasn't dating women at the time, so she okay. was only dating him. And she was really looking for a primary partner, mm-hmm. and of course, he couldn't be that because I'm sure. a primary partner. Sure. So. It got to the stage where I was at home alone most Saturday nights while he was out with her. And I was like, well, it's got to the stage where I'm like, well, the benefit, this, this, the, kind, the, this the, kind of sucks. Like, this whole thing hasn't worked out the way I want. I'm married, and yet I'm at home alone, and he's out with someone I th- else. I think the glorious thing here is, I mean, you you both have, you, you, you're speaking here from your own perspective as yeah. well, and your perspective, Mr. Belay, is, well, some, and her perspective, uh, Mrs. Belay is all, and it was probably somewhere in oh, between. Most, yeah. most. You know, and, most. but it's just that it's... Okay, it, it, when there might you, have been a run of them. Probably. Yeah, but it's when probably you... probably more through her perspective yeah. than mine, to be fair, because I guess I, you were the one that was slightly unhappy, and I was the one that was happy in the situation, so you're always going to tilt your perspective. Shift, yeah. Yeah. Of course, but that's, that's what I mean. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your your perspective was probably on the on the I'm never seeing him. Your perspective is probably a bit more on the mm. we're seeing each other regularly enough, and it's just because yeah. if you're in an ugly spot or a happy spot, it really changes that perspective. Yeah, right? sure. And I think one of the turning points for me was, and I don't know if I've spoken to you about this, was that um, Mr. Bile doesn't take that much time off. From this happens on work. our podcast all the time, very often. Um, and he decided he was going to take a half day specifically to go and be with her. Ah. And at no point in our relationship has he just said, hey, babe, I'm going to take off from lunch. Do you want to come home? And we'll, yeah. Chag. No, that's a good which point. A little bit, or go out to the movies, or whatever, which is what you said you were going to do. You said, I'm going to take a half day, and we're going to go and see a movie. And I'm like, yeah, and then you're going to go home and fuck. And you're like, no, 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 it's all about the movie. And I was like, no, it's not. Don't want to fuck. Don't want <laughs> to Mama doesn't raise no fool. Come awesome. on. That's, that's an amazingly and, interesting point. And so I she... never, it was just one of those, oh, she's so exciting in YouTube that you will have a half day holiday to be with her, but not with me. Oh, oh that's sad. And so, there you go, I'm not the emotional connection. This is what I'm saying. So because then you made the decision to talk about this. I don't even remember that. Right. 
But that happens in our... I don't even remember the half day. I don't remember the movie. But that happens in our childhood too. You'll find people that will have some significant thing happen in their childhood and they'll tell their parents and the parents are like, what? That didn't happen. Mm -hmm. But it's so significant to you. So so you had this situation occur and you had a conversation about how this maybe wasn't in both of your favours. Oh, it was a drunken fight. It was a drunken argument. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. After after we'd been out... After we'd been out with her for drinks. Right. I went out with her for drinks. I thought she was amazing. I was a bit miffed that she didn't really want to see me. I totally understood if I liked her and I saw all the logic in it. And she desperately wanted him to come home with her that night. And I said, just come home with her. And okay. I, I, I left. I went home for me that night instead. So Mr. Belay chased you yeah. down the road. Well, because that's never in there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's, and, and this and, is really and important and to tell. That's, 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 but it was never, just... that's never in there. This is actually really... um. Um, interesting and and a, a good point to make because a lot of people say to us, um, how how do you define your own relationship, or what is important to you, and, and at what point do you draw the line? And it's whenever you want to draw the line, and whenever you find it to be most unacceptable, um, or diverse, or whatever the case may be. So the fact that you guys actually made the decision to say not for us, and let's reestablish. And, and look, I think it's important to point out that there was a there was a third person involved here, so there was. Yeah, and she was lovely, and, and I felt so bad. And she was delightful. Like, so bad. There, about there, there's also context her. around. <laughs> we both started feeling a bit bad that she was getting the raw deal when we this. pulled someone into this. Although she did want to use a primary, and you'd explained that that would never happen, and she was just drifting into that anyway. Mm. She did, but, but it, it her, wasn't fair to come from her, her perspective. She connected with somebody on OKCupid. Okay, it was yeah. like, hi. I'm a polyamorous person. Right. And here I am. But her expectations yeah. were maybe a little bit we differential. Were, well, we went into that very naive. Like, yeah. This is what we are. Yeah. It turns out that's not what we are right. at all, actually. But there's no reason for her to realize that unless we actually. You were discussing it. So, it. Sure. So we, we, I, I started feeling bad that we were hurting other people. Basically hurting other people. Yeah. And I don't ever want to do that. That's sacrosanct. Okay. That's not cool. So when did you guys have the transition between that to then sleeping or dating other couples? And and what you what actually because because you're so bisexual, yeah. Mrs. Belay, what were your defining uh characteristics then of the other couple? Were they to be straight? Were they to be bisexual? Were when you were first looking versus now, I mean, what were the well, when differentials? When we were first looking, it wasn't couples. We were looking for single women. We were still trying to find women. Okay. So we started off it's saying, huh? yeah, or I think we said we'll, or at one point we realized, oh, this isn't going to work. We'll see couples, but Mrs. Belay doesn't really want to sleep with a guy. Okay. And then, of course, we don't know where because like, that sucks, right? Yeah, so there were several <laughs> very um, nice messages we got so on from couples. And we were like, yeah, that's cool, but Mrs. Belay doesn't sleep with other guys. Yeah. So. Right. Okay. And that kind of filled it fell apart. Pretty much. So we weren't really getting anywhere with that. Um, but during this time, we did actually during our OK Cupid time, we got together with a, a lady who we still are very good friends with, um, and so she came into our lives. So okay. We, we actually ended up fulfilling that, you know, side okay. of things um, prior to them continuing with with RHP and dating couples. So that worked out quite nicely. Um, and it was actually during uh, we went to a club with that female partner, and that's when I decided to sleep with my first guy. How was that for you? Oh, yeah, it, oh, sorry. 
Yeah. Sorry, I wasn't <laughs> Mr. Belay. I'm not. I wasn't. Yeah, it turns out it's Mr. Belay's thing. Um, mm. No, it was good. I just kind of. He was. He was stunning. He was. It's not also Dee's thing. He was not the sort of person that I would have been. I would have thought about approaching or anything as a, as a you know single woman. He was out of my league as far as I was concerned. He was just and handsome. He, he was very polite. Um, asked me very politely. I, I'd been playing with his wife at the club. And then he asked me very politely if we could do stuff. And I very politely declined and said, no, 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 I, I don't do that. But I'll do all sorts of other things. And he said, yeah, that's fine, that's fine. And then our our lady partner and Mr. Belay were sort of standing to one side in the room watching this, as people do. And I thought, chill up. I'll just do it. And that's it. So so he was my first. So it's just this guy in the club who was my first guy. Um, and have you caught up since? Other than him, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. Okay. Yeah, no, no. So that was so, a very, and that's not like me to do a long connection thing. Um, well, in, you know what? In the moment, but I just kind of felt it was a hurdle that I maybe needed to cross. Sometimes you kind of need that though. Yeah. Like you need, it's, it sounds horrible, but sometimes you need an, an anonymous individual to help you through something that you perhaps, yeah. you, you're ready to do it, but you're not ready to do it with somebody that you're going to commit to actually knowing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so, the right environment to do that because mm. everybody's there for the same reason. A, to, to, sorry, to a degree, it's a spectrum, obviously, but yeah. if you're in a club like that, people know that you may hook up with somebody and uh, yes. never see them again. Yes, of course. Okay. Mm. Whereas you don't want to kind of cross that hurdle by just hooking up with somebody on the dating site and changing messages and getting to know them and, and then them. yeah, yeah. Do, right? so talking a one and done scenario yeah. through messaging is uh, yeah. through a dating site yeah which can be although there are people out there that that's their that's their standard go-to i mean for us you, you guys know this for us we're much more about forming long-term relationships long-term yeah. friendships that that uh pants on and pants off but there are people i mean one of the couple one of our first couples that we didn't end up playing with mm-hmm. um and that was not through this particular reason, but that they were a one and done couple. They, they, yeah. they, they only, and the reason they did that was to make sure there was no emotional. For them, it was tie. all about you know we. And again, it comes down to your relationship and your your discussions. And their discussions were, I don't want you even to slightly form any kind of emotional attachment to this person. Mm-hmm. So in fact, it's physical, and therefore, it's a one and done yeah. scenario. Yeah, we know, we know another couple of that, yeah. I mean, which is which is fun. I know it's, it's 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 fine. Um, I'm, I'm not judging those people. It's just a lot of work. If that's what works for you. Cool. But, yeah. You know, that's basically the relationship I have in my flashlight. <laughs> well, no, you don't because you watch it tenderly and put it back in the. <laughs> but now I have to pause on this. The cleaning of the flashlight. It's a nightmare. It's, it's a, a fucking nightmare. The fact that we can get satellites into orbit around casinos. And you and still have to clean. But somehow we can't clean. And we can't, we can't manufacturing a self-cleaning fake vagina. Painful. So sometimes I'll come home and his version of the flashlight will just be sitting on its little pedestal drying in the air. I've got a, cause I've got a tanga. It's a after, tanga split. So you get, after you after finish washing it, you it out, wash and I'm like, it and oh, split it. oh, he's actually. So it dries a lot quicker than the flashlight. He's actually been, yeah, he's been playing with his, uh, tanga this morning. Great. Mm. Good. Yeah. I, yeah. No, I looked at that. Oh. <laughs> it is actually very cool. I couldn't resist it. I couldn't resist. Well, cool. No, well done. Well done. I yeah. Really yeah. Uh, no, I did. Being a I did. Come on, put them. I did. I did learn first time around to make sure you put lubricant on on the outside as well as the inside. Well, I've used that on you. You can remove skin if you don't. Oh um, yeah, I do that. It's very interesting. Yeah. 
actually. Yeah, it's fun. Working fast. And so, so they do work really fast because that's what it's like is like a man masturbating with a vagina. <laughs> so, so I mean, let's just establish this: masturbation Isn't for a man sex? normally lasts. No masturbation yeah, for a man. Not, la- you are not trying to vagina. Just no, no, no. <laughs> wow, that took a dark turn. Um, <laughs> so, so then, how did you get from separate profiles to then dating as a couple after oh, yeah. that club? So after after that discussion, we I deleted my profile and suspended yours, I believe. Yeah, um, I deleted it. Oh yeah. So we stopped. We just went. This this isn't right. This isn't fair. It's not fair enough. People. We let people up the garden path, and that but that wasn't our intent. Even to be honest, even the female that I'd been messaging and got on with really well, we'd been sexting all the rest of it, even though nothing had actually happened between us. When I cut it short, you know, that wasn't really very fair because she really did quite like me. It was just going to take a while for it to go somewhere. And, mm. you know, again, I felt I'd like she's her off the garden path. path. She was lovely. Yeah, very good. Um, I think she's... Anyway. anyway, it's it's um it's an interesting perspective, though, because you guys clearly very much care about the other people. So everything you've said up until this point is that you didn't want to hurt the other people, you didn't want to lead them on... Um, so I think there's a misconception about that, that sometimes the other person is just a, a physical being in the room, just not necessarily yeah. anything that matters. Yeah. And in fact, actually, it's completely the opposite. It's, it's that, I mean, that, that, in my experience, that's wrong in every facet of, of life, whether it's work, your conventional relationship, your lifestyle relationship. Like you're in a restaurant and you're ordering it, it, something, you know, the person it, that's there is a human being. They all you can't play around with that. You can't just treat that trivially. It's got to be important. So should, on that conversation, would you cut this off now and just head on into the, the bedroom? I mean, that's, that's kind of, I mean, because I can hear the sploosh from here. <laughs> it's important it's, to respect it's, other it's people. It's the most important thing. But, um, I, I don't know, fuck, what is it, the country code or whatever it is, you know, um, take nothing but photographs, leave nothing but footprints. Don't leave people... In it's a actually, worse way than you find them. If I think Smokey B. Bear came up with that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It could be. It, no, it is something Smokey like that. Smokey B. Bear is a fountain of wisdom. I, mean. oh, I know. He, he, wears, he wears dungarees. I even mean, even though Trump cut all the funding from the fucking forest. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is not a political podcast. Back it out. Back it out. <laughs> so, um, so. may or may not be in a good mood. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna positive this uh, positivity this posit- positize 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 yeah add positivity positive positive okay. um, <laughs> I want to know English when you first started even discussing this to now your perception has changed obviously but what I want to know is what positive subset have you now found since doing this. I think you, you need to be a little narrower with that. No, positive in terms. No, so what, what, okay, then I should. Like, what is the what is what is a, a random uh, positivity that has actually come from you having this conversation, you opening up your relationship, joining the lifestyle, dating, polyamory, the whole bit? What is something that you, was unexpected, but is a positivity that has occurred in your relationship? I think we discuss everything a lot more now than we did. So we're lucky in that we're very close. Um, again, having grown up together, we worked out a way of living together that works for us. And you know, but it's we're actually brother and sister. We are from Scotland, so yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think we talk more openly about other things because we have to talk about stuff like this about well. 
I don't like it when you date other women without me, and this is what I think the boundary is. It now also comes down to, hey, I get I get quite stressed when I'm the only person that looks after the finances, and I think we need to talk about that. And you know, that's actually been mm. worrying me since we were kids, and I've never really spoken about it. So hey, look. So Good point. I, I find that we talk more about all facets of life. Um, probably more than we did before, and and talking a little bit more about maybe problems we have. Yeah, know, the ability to home from work. Or the ability to talk about the little else. stuff, right? Yeah, a little bit. So we talked more about that. Um, and the, the sex was, it was enlightening after the first time with me and a woman. It just, it, I mean, we had a very nice sex life before. I didn't complain at all, but the whole buzz thing just suddenly came back, and it's just being like, wow, let's try this, let's try that. Let's so do- before I, Mr. Belay answers the same question. Mm. Um, in terms of your sex life now as a couple, yeah. do you now introduce more sex toys, more yes. role play, more yes. whatever into the bedroom? Yes. Like, is that yes, just, naturally happened just from... Just because there was a thing that changed, I think, when we just went... I mean, we'd done that before. As students, we'd certainly had a lot of toys and various other things yeah. that we played with, but they just kind of... Oh, it's annoying and it's effort and whatever else. And, you know, so well, you've got to keep fucking charging them now. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> a nightmare, right? I mean, or cleaning have, them. I need, like, I, I, we need, like, a thousand USB ports uh, built well, into each house. No, but we didn't have... No, but those weren't the toys that you I've had. lost the potato. Battery run. So you have to have a whole stack of batteries there and then they kind of go off the, the toys or they burst or whatever. So... We hadn't we hadn't even evolved our toys with our But now like from Because yeah. everything's cool. But, yeah. Right. So now you've had like a one of the positivities of that is not just communication, but it's Exposure. in your own sexual experiences together can in I your say, bedroom. Can I say there's actually something that sums this up as it's actually it's a youthful um outlook to both toys. You know, I mean, can I say, one of the things I've noticed, yeah, one of the things I've noticed, and I don't mean youth as in terms of age at all, not the number beside your name, it's the, it's your actual, um, just your outlook on life. It becomes, for for me certainly, the ability to, to see a new toy and not to say, oh, it's got a USB port and it's all too hard or whatever. It's just, just something When we, when we did that, when we went to, um, that escape room. I mean, D normally would be like, so fucking hard. And instead, because we went with you guys, he was like, you know what, let's give it a go. Walked out, loved it. Yeah. So it's it's also um except for that one annoying bit when we spent forever trying to like read the pins on the map. <laughs> well, we kind of did like intellectually just delve into think it, yeah. But but your Mister Belay, what's we, we, a subset well, of your well, a continuation from that? We, we recently just bought two new bedside cabinets specifically to house our sex toys. Yeah. Mm. Because, you know, the old ones just weren't up to it. And they were crammed in, bed round, all funny angles. And, the and they were collapsing. So, I mean, they were collapsing <laughs> under the weight. <laughs> and every now and again, one would rumble out of the room going, wow, 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 wow. Well, I've actually traveled on an international flight and eight hours later, I've been like, my, my luggage is vibrating. My luggage is Oh, humming. my batteries are now going to be dead. This I, is a bad thing. I arrived in the office one day after a business trip with my suitcase nah. vibrating in the <laughs> And I looked at a colleague and went, it's my shaver. Or toothbrush. Clearly. Toothbrush. Go with toothbrush. Which it was. Because I tend January, to carry the toys in January, my January, my favorite. Mm. <laughs> uh, Mr. Belay. Yeah. Uh, what's the question? Positive. Um, what? Oh. We're not, we're, we're not weird. What? We're not oh, weird. Oh, knowing that we're not weird. Oh, just full stop. We're not weird, not, full stop. It's not unusual. Okay. What we do is not unusual. Mm. Um, it's not strange. It's not a symptom of anything, a broken marriage. Mm. It's not a symptom of being mentally damaged. Um, we're, we're not weird. Lots of people like this and enjoy this. And as we alluded to earlier, maybe we're, uh, Mrs. Billet being, um, 
on McKinsey scale where she is and myself being on McKinsey scale where I am, I mean, society's never fucking answered that question, right? If you if, if you are both bisexual people or heteroflexible or whatever you fuck you want to call it, I don't really care, um, and you get married, that doesn't stop. So that's... Um, right? I, I really want to talk about that. So we have... We'll come uh, back to that. He's still answering your question. Mm, okay. No, no, I mean, it's pretty... But it, it, it's... We can continue the flow of concept, but that doesn't stop. That's not something like, right, we're married now, so I'm going to put that part of my life in the box and put it in the closet and look at it again, because to my mind, that way, somewhere down the line, is going to be emotional trauma and arguments and difficulty right. and unhappiness and unhappiness and all that shit, right? And that came into the conversation that we had after the polyamory thing didn't work out. Very much. We spoke about it, and he asked me, well, what if we just put everything back in the box? He was like, I don't think we can because you've obviously enjoyed this experience mm. with women more than you thought you were going to, and it was more than it's more than just a fantasy. So we can't put it back in the box. So we have to look at another solution. It's not this, and that's not what's right. But we can ask you to not do that because if we did, you would end up going resenting off a little bit and doing exactly. it separately, and which isn't the whole point because we're very open and honest with each other. And ultimately, it comes. It, I guess it falls down to the conversation of right. So if we did put this back in the box. And Mrs. Bielay was unhappy because she couldn't indulge in this. There's only one way that's going to go. Right. And so at what point do you then kind of negotiate and make a decision that it is or it isn't part of... But it just... it kind of is by default. Well, it becomes an awareness. Right. If you're if you're in a really communicative, open relationship, you want well, to talk if, if you and you love to, your partner. If yes. You, if you want to continue being in that relationship. Right. Right. Correct. Because a large part of it is even if I if I said no, you know, or, or if if you did meet another woman and fall in love completely and it ended up ending our relationship, that's okay. Don't get me wrong. It's shit for me. It sucks ass. But right? you care so much about Mrs. Belay it's that... I care so much. It's inevitable, right? You're, you're fighting against inertia at that point, which you, you can't do. If, if that's the way it goes, mm. and that's the way it goes, then I can either choose at that point to be angry, grumpy man, or I can choose at that point to kind of support you in the choice that you've made in life to continue on. But equally, the fact that we're exploring same-sex relationships in the way that we are doesn't mean that I'm suddenly predisposed towards falling for the person that I'm with. There's sure. no there's no reason that any normal married couple, even who doesn't play, doesn't worry about, well, what if one day you meet someone at work and you fall for them? Completely irrelevant. Just yeah. because you've opened your relationship doesn't mean that that relationship no, it's entirely irrelevant. It's, it's relevant because... It's that there, person's new, there. they're exciting, you, they're unknown. Of course, but regardless of whether it could be a potential match. I also have the security blanket of being pretty amazing. So. Yeah, well, you are Mr. Presto? Presto? Let's go with that. Just a Mr. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Mr. Amazeballs. So, was no, there anything else positive <laughs> that you wanted to mention? Because um, C wants to pick up on something. Do you remember what you're going to pick up on? No. See, this is why we need a whiteboard. <laughs> Just, just put it out there. So, another question. Opposite end of the spectrum. Mm. Anything negative? Ooh. Uh, just every so often going, oh, you've had chlamydia. Ugh, okay. Just getting the phone call from it. It's, it's not bad, right? But it's just one of those tedious things that would never have happened when it was just the two of you. You get the phone call from one of the other couples saying, hey, which is totally right, just to let you know, we've had a diagnosis, you're going to have to get yourself tested. Even though it's all be very anyway, safe, it's just so. one of those things. So there's a little bit, there's a tiny little bit of extra upkeep that obviously when you're oh, married uh, for a million years, yeah. you don't 
have to deal with, yeah. yeah. So there's a little bit more. Well, actually, I mean, provided, of course, provided, of course, that you're in a marriage that's a faithful marriage. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there is always that, there's always a little bit extra in terms of understanding what's going on Mm. with your partners. But I think this lifestyle is, is this as much, it's much safer to be in this lifestyle than it is to be a single out there in the world. Well, definitely. Even in my experience, I mean, as a single, I was much less sexually conscious Mm. in terms of, um, diseases and Mm. I was just, I mean, Seriously, it was, it's, it's such a big change now to see people that are so well, concerned. Well, because you've got couples involved and everyone's mm. very good and the women mm. are like, oh, we won't touch this and let's be careful and wash our hands. Let's wash that and yeah, yeah. So it's mm. nice. Um, but yeah, every so often there is that odd call from a couple saying, you gotta watch out and go. Yeah, yeah. okay. We but haven't had that call yet. We, oh, we've no, never had that call. We've had, we've had it from another single lady. Yeah, and, and, and another nice. couple actually. And um, in both cases we were absolutely fine because yeah. we being perfectly safe. But, uh, but it's a, uh, I mean, you can never be safe. You're always safer. But, yeah, uh, it's, but, it's but good. it's one of those things. It's risk versus reward, right? This oh, is a very rewarding, yeah. um, uh, habit, lifestyle, whatever you want to call it mm. that we have, I think. Habit, I would call it. A habit. <laughs> it is a habit. It's it's a habitual. <laughs> yes. So. Um, but there shouldn't be a stigma associated with that. So our, our last uh, single female that called us with that phone call was 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 mortified. She was like, "Oh, please don't hate me," and blah blah blah. And we were both like, okay, uh, "Yeah, it's fine. It's totally normal. Thanks for letting us know you did exactly the right thing. Don't worry about it. It's cool. We went to the wrong room. It's all fine. Yeah, it happens all the time. It's great." I, I, I'm trying to remember, it comes and goes, but what I was wanting to talk about earlier was the sigma of, um, stigma of, um, uh, if you're talking about being unfaithful, being married, mm. being unfaithful, mm. being bisexual, mm. being lesbian, being gay versus being in the swinging lifestyle, open, non-monogamous relationship, mm. where do you think we sit now in terms of Society and understanding about the people. So this and is purely an outward view. Not, this is not a personal view. This is an outward view. What do you think society thinks? Like if you of were talking us? to your colleagues mm. and you said, "I'm in an ethically non-monogamous relationship," where do you think they would find you in comparison to somebody who said, "I'm gay, I'm lesbian, or I'm, I'm cheating on my wife, or I'm cheating on my, my wife, wife, or, or whatever the case may be"? Probably somewhere. I would have thought that somewhere down the cheating scale. I think it's that whole, yeah. ah, so you swing, so it's keys in the car bowl and everybody knows about it, but you're going off and you're doing your separate thing separately. I think, I, you're I think, swapping. You're doing a pure swap. I, I think there's a generational divide in that. You reckon? I, I think older people in yeah. your work environment would think well, exactly that. that was the question, in work. And younger, you that? But younger people in your work environment would be like, eh? Mm. Yeah, but so so uh, if you had to if you had to rally it, uh, um, rate it, sorry, one through five, with one being the worst thing you could possibly be at work, versus five being the least concerning. So I would say that coming out as as being um, certainly in Australia being homosexual, coming out as homosexual would be be like well uh, yeah it'd be so, like uh, it depends it depends on the int- industry but, but yes uh, uh, generally you know, I think four. generally there'd be a lot of people who just go oh yeah sweet well why are you telling me this mm. you know uh, uh, but, uh, you know unless we're planning on having sex I don't need to know yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly but I, I I still the reason I think well the reason I would have asked that question so I can't get inside mm. your head as much as I'd love to because it'd be like it's some sort dirty, of crazy man. crazy it's like, dirty. <laughs> 
uh, is because I think if you, in certainly in the industries I've ever been in, if I was cheating on my spouse, my, It'd be my life partner, good for you, It'd like well high done. five. If I said I'm uh, in an open relationship, they would say instantly. So your woman, your, your, your wife, woman fucks is somebody fucking else. somebody else. That would be the first thing to mind. No, mine would be uh, worse reactions than the first and the second. Oh, really? Cheating would not be accepted terribly well. In your industry, you mean, or in your... Whereas an an open relationship, I think the worst reaction would be non-understanding. Which is like, why? I I don't get that. I'm confused by that. And as I said, a lot of the younger people generally, people would be like, yeah, cool, as long as it works for you, I don't care. I don't know. I think there's a lot. My industry's kind of yeah. My industry's kind of different. Well, I mean, yeah. There's a gender bias to that question as well. Yeah, and also in your industry, people wear blue hair to work, and it's fine. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. So I think it it certainly is industry specific, but I I I think is that why you're asking that question? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I I think your industry is the same as well. It's age and industry specific. So for his. D is absolutely right. For his industry, if he said, oh, my God, I slept with this 20-year-old on the weekend, them knowing that we were married, they'd be like, yeah, high five, good for you, dude. Whereas if he he said to them, oh, you know, we went out and we had a threesome and it was another guy. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know what? He was pleasuring C like you've never seen before. They'd be like, no, that's not okay. okay. That's not manly. It's not accepted. I I, I get that. And... I understand that would be the reaction, but I, I think it's dying out of the extent. Mm. I think it's a generational thing. To, to get back to the original kind of point in terms of how we see it in terms of the, you know, gay struggles and so on for people coming out and being homosexual, I honestly I don't see it as the same thing. Oh, to, no, to, sorry, to, I, I, I've grouped here and I shouldn't have. I know, I know, that's, I know that's what you, not what you necessarily meant, but I think, um, people have fought for, the kind of equal rights in order to be who they are. For that, but maybe not. People. I mean, that's that, that, that that's a hard slog. Right? Oh, yeah. That's been generations of toil just to simply put up your hand and say, here I am, and this is who I am. Mm. And you can't change that. Whereas ultimately, if, if you guys and us could never sleep with other people again, it might kind of suck. It might piss us off a little, a little bit. But it's, but it's not, okay. It's not fundamentally the core of my life. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. This probably is something that I choose to do, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Is that right? Yeah, I Um, think it's right. I think it probably is something you choose to do because Mm. ultimately I still love you and you still love me Mm. and and that's and whilst you say amazing and this is Mm. everything else is fun. And I can always put a wig and some fake boobs on. Yeah, yeah, and I love. What do you mean fake boobs? We hey. just need, we just need to add add another twenty kilos, and he'll have boobs of his own. Oh, well recovered, my friend. Well recovered. Bravo. Um, I don't know what, where were you. Where was your mind headed? Let's just following on from just following on from what he was saying. At the same time, though, I do feel a little bit guilty because I get to indulge in what's not a relatively non-standard sexual behavior thing, but Sex because. But because I have the legitimacy of a wedding ring on my finger and a husband, it's I don't have to talk about it. I wouldn't talk about it necessarily at work anyway, because there's things that leave private, mm. regardless. Yeah, of, of course. Get into that with anyone, regardless of their weird sexual background. But equally, 
I, I get to do that without anybody even suspecting or anybody judging or anybody thinking it. So we have a screen, if you like. Yes. And we've not come out. To you people. get to wear a mask. Yes. And it's not fair because there are other people who are struggling to say that they're bisexual or they're this or they're that. And here I am. And because I happen to be bi, but I'm married, it's okay. Yeah. I'm all right. Mm. I get away with it. And in some respects, and I have. I think we have had a bit of a moral dilemma about going back and forth about whether mm-hmm. we should come out as such and let more people know about it as a real thing because it's not fair. Well, I think not, because I do definitely identify. I think. For, I think. Um, I think for for us certainly, it's more about. I mean, I wouldn't sit down with my parents and explain to them my sexual orientation or my sexual endeavors or what. If you do we that, choose, can I not be here? What we choose to do, or my, you know, my parents or my family or even if, if my you, work if, colleagues or if friends. You, do, you also have to be prepared to hear theirs. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but let's just sidebar this whole conversation. Let's talk about the world's the word slut. Oh, oh we're yes. coming back to that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Recently, I, I put up a poll on Twitter about the use of the word slut and also the, um, the activity or, uh, frequency in which your sexual partners maybe participate in the lifestyle. So, um, whether or not you would judge somebody by their activity, if they were so if somebody was having sex sleeping or, with somebody or, three different times in a week. Um, whoever they choose, like maybe it's not. I think you're not doing a great job of okay, explaining. You go. This. Can I? Can I just? Please. Can I? Can I sub in? Yeah. Sure. Sub subbing. Go. I'm in. Okay. So what's cement? <laughs> cement. Right. Cement. Oh my god! It's just rock hard. Um, what's what cement by that was? How many times? How many? If you're in a open relationship mm. and you're with other couples regularly and you have uh, 20 couples in a week that you've been involved with, would that, if you're then another couple coming into that, would that adversely affect your impression of them? You know, would, would you be concerned that, you know, what we're trying to, oh, I suppose what we're trying to look at here. On a, yeah, exactly. So what, what I'm, I suppose C was trying to ask is, Let's put this in a single context, yeah. right? So you're a single single girl Boy, and you meet a single and you meet a single yes. guy mm-hmm. and the single guy has is sleeping with a lot of women at the time when you meet. Mm-hmm. Does I mean does that adversely affect your opinion of him? And it, it, now let's transpose that to a to a couple. couple. Mm-hmm. Does that adversely affect your opinion of them in terms mm-hmm. of their their your interest in them? Does it t- um, change anything? I don't know. It it might, and then you'll have got to know them anyway. And we are much like you. Um, I mean, the, the club instance that I spoke about before was very much a one-off. I don't do that very often. Just randomly speak with the guy. So we meet people, and we decide we like them, and then we're friends, and then yeah, that's the way we move on. And then other things happen. Yeah. So if I met someone and I know them and I like them and I understand the history to what it is they're doing, and the other people would. No. It doesn't matter. Probably, no, no, probably and, not. No, but first glance would probably be, huh? You guys seem to have an awful lot of, let's say, friends on our HP who've all rated you five stars for your shagging abilities. I might be like, huh? Did, I, did I've never been rated five stars? <laughs> I didn't even know there was a five star rating. So now I'm thinking that. Unfortunately, I'm like, I get lumped in with you, honey. <laughs> and then you know, I'm a five star, but you're it's, a four. So yeah, like it's it's my, my, my approach would be. Um, any sensible risk assessment, right? Yeah. And, and 
I would never judge somebody morally for that. If people want to fuck 300 people a day, go for it. I mean, if you can, if you can and you know what? Enough, it was actually the, the most um, common response from Twitter was actually, um, I had on there, no, we, we would basically consider them sluts or, um, it doesn't really matter or it depends on the connection. Mm. And, and the bulk of it, people so were, it depends on the connection. Cause yeah. there's a trust element there. Right? Yeah, love it. I mean, if you're going to fuck 40 guys in a day. What's the odds that one of them is lying about his history or the yeah. protection right. that's yeah. been there previously, you know? But if you're safe. Probably fairly high. Yeah. Whereas if you have a good relationship with 40 guys over a year and you feel that you know them and you've, you know, delved into that, blah, 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 maybe that's a bit different. I, I, I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah. I so don't generally know. As long um, as they're maintaining that connection with their other people and it's not just the sort of burn through kind of thing. Because those people are less likely to then contact you and give you the chlamydia phone call. And do you think then that um, the word slut has a negative connotation? Or no, now, do you think it actually has a positive it's still, spin? No, I it's still, still think it's negative. It's still negative. Negative. People are very much yeah. trying to take it back. Right? People are trying to reclaim it as a, as a positive badge. I mean, you've seen marches for feminism all over the world where women are kind of signs saying, you know, unashamed slut and that kind of thing. Awesome. Quite right. As you should, go for it. Um, but it probably still does just in society have a negative connotation to it. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't necessarily. I mean, when I said earlier, uh, I don't define myself as bisexual or hyperflexible, just kind of slutty. I meant it in a positive way. Um, if, I right. like, if I like you and I think you're a nice person, I don't really care that much whether you're male or female because I like you and you're a nice person. So, so you're using slutty from just a, an open-ended... I enjoy sex with Rick type of yeah. person. Yeah, if, 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 if I've had and a couple of drinks and we're getting on right. and you guys want to throw down, yeah. cool. Yeah. Throw down. Sorry, I'm going to regret this. <laughs> throw down, no. I really don't think oh, that's your anything you're going to regret. It, it, fuck off. It came, <laughs> it came bubbling up in a stream of consciousness. Um, okay. You could totally throw down. Yeah, you could also go fuck yourself. <laughs> Well, maybe one day. So what, what's your conclusion about the word slut? Um, I, I, I would have to agree with Mr. Belay. I think we're, we're, we're trying to take it back as a community. Um, it's not necessarily as, um, negative as it was. I mean, if you look back when you're in high school, mm. if a woman said to another woman, oh, she's a dirty slut, mm. that would be cutting, mm. cutting and horrendous. And yet now it's like, actually, no, she's not a, she's not a, Slut. She she's just not a loose actually. Woman. She just knows what she wants, and she's willing to go after it. And in mm-hmm. fact, should we um, should we place that with a negative title, or should we embrace the fact that mm-hmm. she knows what she wants mm-hmm. and she wants to go after well, it? Well, technically, she's sexually empowered, right? Exactly which, correct. Which is what scared everybody in the first place. Which is what exactly correct. Came, right? And because it has always they didn't like the idea of women going out there and doing what they wanted. And it, it I still don't. Yeah. I mean, it's applied to women more than anything. Exactly. Yeah. Correct. So yeah. if, if you have to search for male equivalent, it's probably stud. Really? Which yes. Absolutely. No. Absolutely. I would say stud is like a no, positive no, no. kind no. of like. No. Yeah. Positive yeah. is. Yeah. A yeah. Stud. It, 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 it is. It is a positive. But that is the equivalent. But that is the equivalent. Mm. Yes. Slut for a woman is stud for a man. Okay. Because what Which is stud? They go out. They're open. They know what they want. They're very confident. Attractive. Yeah. Oh man, that guy's such a stud. No repercussions. So it's basically the same thing. It's just Or to use a James Bondanism, you're. You have high charisma. You're very charismatic is also another word, yeah. I think. Um, so um, in closing, though, is there anything that you guys want to specifically share, talk about? Um, 
bring to the attention of other people who are either considering or are in uh, open, non-monogamous relationship or anything else? No. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Blay, thank you, as always. You are articulate um, and uh, to the point, sir. Um, I think... Terrible that, fucking answer, Mrs. Blay. I think that... Um, particularly women, um, shouldn't be pressured into doing something they're not ready for. So here, I here. didn't want to do the here, men here. thing, and I didn't want to do the men thing, and I didn't want to do the men thing, and I didn't care that he came back and said, we're not really getting anywhere with couples because you don't want to sleep with the guys. Um, this is a bit harsh. You are a bit of a it's twat. Not, it's not harsh, but that was, a, that was a blog on us being with couples because I didn't really want to play with the Also, men. it's your interpretation versus yours, so it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it wasn't it meant was as a, and therefore you should change what you're doing. No, of course not. It was yeah. just meant as, this is probably but, but I didn't want to feel pressured into that, so I did it when no, I No, I get it. And I'm still very reticent about it, and I'm still very, very cheesy about the men that I sleep with. And so you should be. I mean, um, this is a pretty intimate thing. I mean, some people kind of... Huh? Me too. Well, yeah, absolutely. I'm Some actually people, just wiping a tear. <laughs> Some people kind of blow it off and say, like, oh, it's just, I mean, just sex. In a manner, no, yes, no, it is, but in another manner, it's not. I mean, no, it's quite there's, intimate. There's no such thing to understand, right? It, it's it's going to leave an imprint yes. on you in yep. some way. It doesn't need to be a negative imprint, but it's going to affect you in some way. This lifestyle, <laughs> the beginning that we yeah. live, it. You absorb it like a sponge, right? Everything, because you're dealing with emotions constantly, your own and other people's, and that's super important. So, yeah. I, I, I guess the one thing to take away from it is don't, don't damage anyone. Mm. You know, the, the, including yourself. Including yourself. Actually, primarily yourself. But don't, yeah. don't let it get to the point where, you know, the whatever, 10 minutes of fun would lead to you having an existential crisis. No, oh, 10 minutes. Or, he or, means or. like 2.3 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bam. Oh, oh, oh. If that wasn't Did so s- accurate, I'd be a no. <laughs> <laughs> Did C just lay the um, smack down? Did that just happen? <laughs> just, just don't let it damage you. Hmm. I mean, it's, it's not that important, right? It's meant to be fun. It's meant to be good. We're, we're, we're kind of good point. Yeah. To a degree, I guess we're meant to discover something that other people haven't yet. Yeah. yeah right? It's and like a little is, secret. Running through the lifestyle is a little bit of a current of that, is that we're kind of enlightened and we figured something out that other people haven't yet. And we probably haven't. It's just this is what we like, that's what they like, and that's cool. But don't let this thing that you like damage everything because mm. that's just not worth it. Um, I really think that women in particular feel, if they've entered this kind of lifestyle, that they always have to be on all the time. Because you do this, it means you do it all the time. All the time, regardless. Meet the couple, you're going to go for it, you're going to do it, you're going to whatever. That's not true. That's no, not how you work in real life with your own relationship. So don't, my main message is don't be afraid to go, do you know what? God, no. we're in that headspace. We're going to chill out, we're going to watch a movie, we're going to do something else. Are you cool with that? And the only people that I hang out with that way are the people that are cool to be... The people who say yes to, go, to that, to that okay. question. If, you're, if you feel that you're with a couple that are going to judge you because you've said... I don't want to have sex. It's been a really hard day at work. I'm just, I want to cuddle. I want to watch a movie. I want to have fun. I want to play cards or whatever. Uh, That should be on the table. Don't ever, as a woman, feel guilty because you've arranged a date with a couple and you want, you feel that you've got to go through with it. That's something I've heard from other women. 
Yeah. You said, I feel obliged because I've come down or I visited these right. people and there's something there's expectations. in there. And there's expectations. You're right. If you're not happy watching Indiana Jones and eat a cheese plate and drink the bottle of wine with somebody and that's it. Holy shit, can we really watch Indiana Jones? <laughs> <laughs> we just, we already <laughs> ate. <laughs> we're on the last episode because we've if, already watched those If you're not happy doing that, then the other stuff is kind of... Yeah. Yeah. It's points. It's detail. It doesn't matter. You know? I mean, just... Hooking up with somebody and fucking them isn't hard. Mm. Right? You can well, certainly, you, you're you can, not. You can do that any day, right? You can just go out there, you can hook up with somebody and you can have sex. That's not, everybody wants it, everybody loves it, it's great. Really, that's not that difficult, but actually getting a bit of a connection and something mm. that you like and you want to foster and you want to see people again and sometimes. I'm actually feeling really sad over here because I find it horribly hard to do what you've just described, to just go out and hook up, you know? Yeah, but there's reasons for it. <laughs> So what um, what do you want to say? Um, in terms of, I mean, uh, I'm on I'm on a hot rock. rock. Well, no, just the fact that we know that Mr. and Mrs. Belay have a good connection um, in well, I mean, where they live, and and we don't like. What's your? Well, I mean, the only problem I have is that they live in fucking Sydney instead of Singapore. Yeah, you know that's what I want to come out and say. It's about time you you fuckers moved here because you like it here. We've been here like seven times in the last two years. Come on. Mm. Uh, yes. We're but, trying pretty hard. Yeah, I know. And you are trying pretty hard. So well done on that, yeah. But uh, no, I mean, I suppose uh, for me, these are the people, and I say this to you guys openly, and I think, I think I've shared this before, you are the type of people, are the, you people are the reason that we are in the lifestyle. Stay in the lifestyle. And stay in the lifestyles because we meet people who are interesting, mm. intellectual, exciting uh, sexually fun, you know, drunkards, drunkards <laughs> cheese freaks, nutbags, nut you know, like, and, and not only that, but we've even in our relationship and couple to couple, we've been through ebbs and flows in terms of communication, but also in terms of, you know, we've been through some things, you guys have been through some, some things, but we've come out the other end of that. Yeah actually still having respect for each other. Well, I mean, certainly my way to you. I'm not sure. Mr. Belay's looking at me with a, a strange set of eyes on, so there may not be respect there. But um, <laughs> That's the best so, you got. So, so the, uh, <laughs> That's worse. Oh, my God. We need to put a photo of that up with the podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but just that uh, I suppose that the, the friendship first scenario where we, we expect things to go wrong as well as go right, yeah. and then we deal with the wrong, and we actually enjoy each other's company, whether it's wrong or right. Mm. That's that. This to me is actually what um, ha- what originally what I well not originally drew me to the, but, the lifestyle, but later but made you figure out that actually this that's is the what positive. this is the positive. This is the biggest positive I've yeah. drawn from the Which lifestyle. Which is actually kind of what I was trying to draw on earlier. Yeah, um, is it for me? It's uh. It's the offshoot of the lifestyle. It's not necessarily the sex, and it's not necessarily the going to events or having fun or whatever. Because you could do that. You could do that and just go home. It's yeah. actually the the fact that you can still have deep, meaningful conversations and still have a connection and have fun and and deep and deep relationships as well. Yeah, well, yeah. that's what lasts. Mm. Yes, that's what matters. Yes, right. And I mean, in in this life, I guess we get a little bit. Older, that's what I should You're have. so old. <laughs> You're so old. You just ran old fart then. You went straight to old fart. That's what counts a little bit. 
You're like it does. basically it counts. one foot in the crypt. Like, it's not, but it's true. You get lazier as you get older and you know yeah, your friends right. and you that's like. And, yeah, that whole idea of chasing new people becomes a bit exhausting. You're like, wow. <laughs> you just it want does. nice people. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, but not to totally um, waylay the people who enjoy just going out and meeting new people for the first time. And of course. Sort of and then moving yeah, on. Cool. That's, that's great. Okay, enjoy that. Fucking razor. I don't care. That's different to us. Just make sure that people know that what you're there for is to fuck your brains out, and that's that. Yes, and keep their numbers in case you do need to contact them. So, if you were going to talk to, <laughs> if you were going to make yeah. one recommendation to a newbie, a couple thinking about joining a lifestyle, and you guys have been through some interesting bisexual, things, polyamory. Um, well, the, we're talking labels now. You've labelled yourself bisexual, like, polyamorous. You have, you blah, have blah, been blah. through so many different um, iterations of the lifestyle, mm. as you will. What would you say to people like a, a newbie joining? Like, newbie you, couple. Yeah, like a newbie One couple. One tidbit of advice. If they come advice. and say to you, like, what should we do? What should we look out for? Or, or what method should we follow? I mean, what's your be honest, advice? Be honest to yourself. Be true to yourself and what you're looking for. I like that tells because that was my answer as well. My answer was you already know what you want most likely, mm-hmm. so communicate it well. Yeah, because hmm? then don't go don't down a different path because you think your partner wants to or you want to try something else or it's not, if it's not what you're looking for, don't pretend it is. Good advice. Do or do not, there is no try. Well, there's... There, Sorry, I was... As with everything, there's great issues in that, right? I mean, if, of you're, if your um, deep felt need in your soul is to fuck a pack of dogs, I mean, that's probably going to be a pretty difficult conversation with your other half. But <laughs> if all you want to do is meet some other people and make some friends and maybe sleep with them, I mean, that's not that hard, right? Mm. How much do you trust your partner? Yeah, that's the big, that's the big um, question there. And if they say no over my dead body, well, you know, that's a different conversation. Yep. I mean, maybe it over their dead body. You just kill them and get on with it. <laughs> and fuck your pack of dogs. Yeah. So do, um, so do start, just before we, just before we close out, um, um, in terms of how you capture your, uh, your swinging couples in Sydney. Do tell us how that happens. How we capture them. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have various traps set up around the city. <laughs> Check them once a week. What, what do you use for bait? We bait them. Brie. <laughs> really, really stinky, oozy brie. That way we know that if they've gone for it, we're going to like them. Sometimes <laughs> it's, it's a brie and a heavily oak chardonnay. Sometimes it's um, some, you know, react and it's on steroids. Mm. Or so maybe just... a plate of oysters and, oh, a muscadel or... Um, mm. it, it depends. It really does depend. Mm. From from time to time, some Christmas pudding and a little bit of Lafroig. Lafroig. <laughs> oh, so yeah. just because I really want to eat and drink all that stuff, where are these um traps strategically placed around Sydney? Oh, we couldn't possibly tell you. No. Yeah. Okay. So we'll take it to the grave. Okay. We'll have We're, to find them all. We, we we find people occasionally through Red Hot Pie, but I've been on that maybe. Two or three times in the last what? six months, I reckon. And that's not disparaging the site at all. It's a great site. It's Absolutely. because you already have that's a stable. Yeah, we have a group of friends. We see quite a lot. Um, they're wonderful people. Um, <laughs> some of them live in Singapore, which is a little bit. We're fucking away. sobbing yeah, over here. We're working on a replacement for them. We yeah. don't need them for much longer. Yeah. <laughs> we're that was fucking harsh. <laughs> I'm quite saddened by that, actually. That makes me very sad. Let's just put it this way. Next time we're in Singapore, we can stay in a hotel. <laughs> she was devastated. I swear. I didn't. You hurt me to the core. I can't do it anymore. No, it's not funny. No, I don't want, I don't want your second-rate hugs. <laughs> um, 
Any any other questions? I think we should definitely finish up on you being so desperately cut. Um, cut myself. By that simple, simple comment. These, and you're, you're, these Dorito cheese are no... Also, I'd like to just clarify for the podcast community that I do not love Trump. (laughs) (laughs) And that is Swinging Down Under, folks. This is C. This is D. And this is Swinging Down Under. Thank you so much. (laughs) I fucking love you, man. That was awesome. You're not really going to replace this, really, are you? (laughs) It makes me really sad. Don't do that. No.